All righty, we got August 2nd, 2022, episode 15. I think that's uh, Quince in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, Creamcast is growing up, 15 yeah. years old. 15, almost sweet 16. Um, so we have a, a mega guest with us today, Amy Stewart. Uh, Corey, can you uh, sort of do a quick little intro and then we'll jump right into it with Amy? Yeah, so we got Amy Stewart, as Nick said. She's a half marathon specialist from, from Wichita, also dabbles in the marathon and in the Tough Mudder type things. Um, I think she's got some really good stories to tell us today. Uh, based on the, the information we've gotten from her. Um, most recently, she's done back-to-back half marathons in North Dakota and the great state of Minnesota, where we, as you know, Nick, that's kind of our, our solid listener base. So this is working out really nice. But uh, Amy's from, from Wichita, as I said, so um, kind of a, a, one of our newer regions that, that follows us super closely. And mm-hmm. so we'll uh, we'll just jump right into it. So Amy, can you give us a little bit of background on your uh, your running history? And uh, th- thanks a lot for joining. Glad to be here. Um, thank you so much for your kind words of introduction. Um, it, it gets harder from here on out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, as far as my background goes. I'll be honest with you guys, I did not like running like when I was in high school or doing any of those, you know, kind of formative years. I didn't get into running until I was in my 20s. Um, I quit smoking cigarettes. And as I was, you know, like making some health changes, my siblings, they were runners and they're all older than me. I'm like, well, if you know, the old folks can run, then so can I. And so I slowly <laughs> started running and um, just built up my distance more and more. And I ran my first half marathon with my sister. And then my second half marathon with my brother. And my first full marathon was with my sister. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I think, what did you say? You, two, two, around 2014 is when you sort of made these uh made this decision to switch up uh, lifestyles and and get mm-hmm. on the running track yes yes the end of 2014 is when i started running okay. 2015 is when i did my first set of races dang so how far into 2015 I mean, how long did you from starting point to uh actual first race there i did my first half it was in the spring of 2015 i want to say april okay wow yeah that's a pretty pretty quick transition from from not from hating running or just disliking it to uh to jumping into a half marathon Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, that's awesome Uh but um it was cool i remember you know like working towards a goal and like the first time that i did six miles like i was blown away because never in my life (laughs) i imagined that i would run six miles and then I turned around the next week and ran seven and, you know, so forth until nice. wow. I did 13.1. That's, that's, that's great. great. Yeah. So yeah, that's the great thing about running. It's like, there's always, there's always something that you can reach for and, um, you know, achievable goals and um, you can really see the progress. So that's awesome. Yeah. 
so after your first half marathon, how quickly did you decide that you wanted to continue running or you wanted to do another half marathon or a full marathon? Mm-hmm. Well, it was shortly after that first race that my sister and I were talking and we, you know, like we said, let's do a full marathon, but we didn't fully commit to one. And then I don't think it was too much longer where my sister was like, Hey, let's do, let's do it. Let's go to Las Vegas and let's run a full marathon. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so we did the rock and roll full marathon. Okay. Nice. That November. That's the one under the lights, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a night race and that's the only time I've ever done a night race. And like, it was difficult, like trying to plan my nutrition and my hydration because I'm used to getting up uh-huh. And, you know, I have like an hour, maybe an hour and a half to get mm-hmm. ready and hydrate and, you know, do my fuel. And then I go and run with the night race. It's like, you've got all day. So yeah. <laughs> what do I eat? When do I eat it? <laughs> yeah, that would, that would be tough, especially in Vegas. Oh, I'd, yeah. be tem- I'd be tempted to just like go have drinks at the pool and then wait <laughs> for the race to start. Yes, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of where I was at. So, so when you finished your first marathon out there in Las Vegas, a, a lot of us, we finished our first marathon and our first thought is never, never again. Did, did you have that experience or were you ready, ready for the next one already? I know. I was like, that was miserable and I never want to do that. <laughs> I can't believe I let my sister talk me into this. <laughs> it was like, somebody take me to my hotel. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. What time, what time did that race start? It started at 5 p.m. Okay. So uh-huh. so you're wrapping it up maybe around, what, like 9, 9.30, 10 or something? Yeah, I think it was around 10. Sheesh. 10 I, could, so. I don't remember. I don't know if I've been, ever been in Las Vegas in November, but what was the temperature like? It was kind of cool. It wasn't, okay. like, freezing, but I, def- I remember I had at least – a long sleeve on and probably um yeah i don't think i had too many layers just like a long sleeve on okay. yeah, so, so that had to be different too like generally early morning marathon it warms up as you're as you're going along but that one probably was was getting colder um yeah before yes. they got into it huh? exactly <laughs> exactly like that, that yeah. is super interesting did you so training leading up to that race or leading up to that marathon did you sort of switch up your training at all to maybe run later on in the days or or did you stick with a a morning routine no i had to stick with the morning routine just because that's what worked with my schedule if i Mm. tried to run in the evening like after work or whatever i just i i wasn't consistent in it you know i have these grand ideas you know when i got up in the mornings like yeah i'll get (laughs) off work and i will go and i'll run and do all this sort of thing but then I get off work and I would become one with my couch and yeah, <laughs> yeah it's e- it's Sorry. easy to bail on a run yes. after a long day yes. of work for sure. <laughs> you have the whole day to talk yourself out of it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. So, are you and your uh, siblings competitive when it comes to running, or is it just more so of a a fun activity for you all to to do as a, a family together? It's more of a fun thing to do. Um, I, yeah, it's one of those things where when we get together, because we don't all live close, like my sister lives in Kansas, but she's two and a half hours away and my brother's on the East coast. So, you know, we don't get to see each other a lot, but when we do, it's like, all right, 
uh, we're going to get up and run, right? And how far are we going to go? And <laughs> it's just fun. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish uh, I have two little sisters and I don't think I've, I mean, they've run from me when I'm throwing things <laughs> at them, but I don't think I've like actually run with them. <laughs> so w- what year was the Las Vegas marathon that you did? That was 2015. Okay. okay. And how many full marathons have you done since then? Have there been, have there been more? I've, so I've done two. So I've done Vegas and then I needed to mentally and emotionally recover for about four years. <laughs> good. I like that. That's a good strategy. Uh, and then I did another full marathon in Hawaii in 2019. Ah, nice. Yes. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. which uh, was that the one in like December or something? Yep. That was the Honolulu marathon okay. in December. Okay. So that was a super early start then. So complete yes. opposite, I think. Yes. Of your... started, started at 5 a.m. I think that's one of the <laughs> only times in my life I've set an alarm for 2.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's rough. Uh-huh. So how did you how – did, so, so there's a pretty big, I guess, probably five or six hours time difference from where you were at. Did mm-hmm. you, you, you kind of use that – like to 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 like schedule your your waking up or anything like that or did you get acclimated to the time and then have to wake up at 2 30 or how did that all work out hmm trying to remember because i know we had planned it where we had a few days there in hawaii before the race and between like the jet lag and the getting adjusted (laughs) to being there and i think it was I think we just made ourselves like stay up or get up early, like a few days. And then when it was race day, you know, we were able to get up in the middle of the night to catch the shuttle <laughs> to the start and then, you know, start a race at 5 a.m. Yeah. There's um, something about getting on a shuttle so early and then, like, I don't know, driving the 26 miles out to the start line. It's just like it's it's a daunting for some reason. I don't know. Yes. I've, I've done it once before, and like I don't. I think I got up at three a.m. or something to catch the shuttle mm-hmm. at four, or so, and then took took like an hour to seem like an hour to, to get to the start line. And so by the time you get to the start line, you're just like a nervous wreck. Yeah, <laughs> that's my uh, that's my least favorite thing about the big city marathons. Um, and what I like so much about the Chicago marathon is you start and finish essentially in the same spot. So you can get a hotel, you know, right by the start finish line and just walk down and it's super nice compared to New York or Boston or any of those that sounds like Honolulu where you, you got to get on the shuttle and, and yeah, just sit there for 45 minutes as you, you drive out to the start line and then sit there once you, once you get there too. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Did your, uh, did you spend more time in Hawaii after the, after the race or was it just sort of yeah. solely a, a race trip? No, I think we were there for like about a week, um, give or take. And so we had a few days beforehand to hang out and then we had a few more days afterwards. Okay. And I remember, I think it was the day after we went to this one beach and there was a lighthouse by it. And we were looking at it, and it looked like it was a pretty easy walk up to the lighthouse. But then when we got <laughs> to where it actually was, and we started walking, we discovered it was not an easy walk. Yeesh. And my legs 
are just dead. They're so tired. Oh, I bet. And but we made ourselves walk up there. I was complaining the whole way about <laughs> my legs hurt. <laughs> and then we were coming down, and so I could. I think it'd just be less painful to roll down at the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So going from uh, Kansas December to Honolulu was that a difficult transition to run in that hot, humid weather, relative to what you were training in? Mm-hmm. A little bit, um, but at the same time, I think just the overall like vibe and energy and that mental kind of awareness, like, wow, I'm in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I went from freezing, windy, nasty Kansas weather to I am in Hawaii. <laughs> and once I get done with this and shower, there's a beach right there. And like, that was a lot stronger than, you know, running in the heat and the humidity. Yeah. <laughs> That's some good motivation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've done the two marathons. Do you have any uh, plans for a third marathon? Well, we were kind of talking about maybe looking to do one next year, but next year's going to be pretty busy. And so we're not a hundred percent sure if we want to commit to doing a full marathon next year, maybe gotcha. maybe in 2024. So it's, it's on the radar though. Yeah, it's on the radar. Well, that's good. And so your focus is now, I guess, mainly half marathons? Yeah. Um, I don't know. To me, it's just like the perfect distance. It's enough of a challenge, but I'm not totally dead for the next three days afterwards. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, I have that same mindset. I've always, uh, I mean, I think I've only done three marathons myself and then, and then after that third one, I was like, screw it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take a little less time off, time off on, uh, more time off on relaxing and less time on running and just do half marathons. So <laughs> I prefer that, uh, that game plan much more so. Yeah. Right. Cause I mean, like most of the big races, they have the full marathon or the half marathon option. And so it's like, mm-hmm. you still get all the perks. Yeah. And you just don't hurt as bad. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a, a huge bonus. So um, we know you've got kind of a long-term goal of running a race in every state. Can you can you talk about that a little bit? Or is there any particular distance you've done and kind of how many states have you hit so far? And, and what do you got, what do you got in mind for that? I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is the ultimate goal to run a race in every state. Um, right now I have ran in 17 states plus Washington, D.C., nice yeah so and i have a little map that i've like taped up to a cork board and i've got push pins in it for all the states i've ran in that's that's super cool and that's impressive too since you only started running at the end of 2014 yeah yeah thank you i I imagine you got the one of the toughest ones already with a push pin in it with hawaii i mean i guess I guess uh, Alaska would probably be maybe the next toughest one to, to get a race in. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's not just as easy as, uh, you know, a car ride or, <laughs> you know, spending half a day in an airport. Yeah. It's a pretty big undertaking. But yeah, for sure. Most of my push pins are centered, you know, like in the middle of the states, like in Kansas, and then pretty much all the states around where I'm at. 
Yeah, that's that's a great starting point, though. Uh, that is super impressive. And so, when you do these different states or or your goals in the different states, I mean, so the the races all differ. So some of them might be a half marathon. Some of them might be one of the obstacle course type races. A five k is that sort of your game plan, or do you plan on running the same type of race in each state? Um. So my goal is to do either a half or a full marathon in each state and for like the obstacle courses and relays, that's more of a local thing that I'll do with like friends or people who maybe aren't as into running as I am. So it seems like it's less of a challenge for them if like, hey, let's just go do this. It's a three mile obstacle, but you know, it's more about just having fun instead of the three miles. Yeah, Yeah, that. That's a good. That's a good strategy. I like that. You can get uh, everybody involved, no matter what the level is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so you recently, I guess, then checked North Dakota and Minnesota both off, and you said that was back to back. So do you mean uh, Saturday and then Sunday? You did the next one. <laughs> no. Is that? No, it was um, two Saturdays in a row. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I had. For my, because I try to do a race in the spring and the fall, and so this year, I had intended like let's go ahead and get North Dakota checked off the list, just because in my mind North Dakota seems very similar <laughs> geographically and culturally to Kansas, so let's go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so we, so I had signed up for that, and then we ended up doing a family trip to um, Minneapolis the week after. And so I was looking, it's like, well, is there any races in the Minneapolis area that weekend? And I found one in Stillwater. That's cool. (laughs) Did you go to uh, the Mall of America? We did not have time to go to the Mall of America. The rest of the family went to the Mall of America while we were out running. I guess they didn't want to wake up at the crack of dawn to watch us run 13 miles. So they didn't didn't hold up signs or meet you at the finish line? (laughs) Nope. Dude. they did not that's a total total lack of support Big right time. i mean you don't want to wake up at 5 a.m and drive 30 miles to watch me run <laughs> unbelievable I know. So, did you find the, the week to be enough time in between to recover were you you know feel, feeling good for the the second one of those yeah yeah i think i was um it like, it had been a while since I'd done consecutive races like that. But after, you know, I felt like Fargo was a warm-up, and then I get to Minneapolis, to water. I'm like, okay, we just did this. We know we can do it again. And it was pretty pretty easy going. Which which one did you have a better time in, the, the Fargo one or the Stillwater one? Fargo, actually. Okay, so the first yeah. race? Yes. Okay. have you researched the new mexico races yet do you have one of those uh circled well i've looked at several and like when i've done different expos i've heard about some races in new mexico i feel just a little anxious because the elevation difference like i've ran in colorado springs and that was my worst Mm. race ever (laughs) (laughs) running in such a high elevation like i love new mexico and i love the culture there but i don't want to die running you know yeah. <laughs> Such yeah. a high... that, that would be a huge 
a huge challenge for sure. Do they, don't they like, is there some sort of training aid that like a mask or something that allows you to sort of exert more, a more strenuous workout to sort of simulate a altitude workout, Corey, or is that not? Yeah, I think they have that. And they also, you can buy uh, like a tent you put over your bed and you can, it's like sleeping at altitude. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if you want to make that investment just for, for you to check New Mexico off or not, but uh, it's an option. What are you, you, why are you in your tent in your bedroom? (laughs) (laughs) What that out is. (laughs) Ideas for Christmas presents. <laughs> nice. I, I, I had no clue about this tent. That's, that's yeah. news to me. I like it though. <laughs> but Nicholas Christmas is what three thirty five hundred something. Correct. Like that? Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe, maybe if you keep it to elevation. the southern part of the state, you can uh, be a little easier for you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I've Although then family. you have the heat to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I've got family in the Albuquerque region. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's probably where I'd be aiming at just to have sure. a free place to stay. For sure. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. And the, the Duke City Marathon is a fun marathon. It's a it's a mm-hmm. really, really fun course and it's a beautiful sort of goes along the river. Mm-hmm. And I mean you have like hot air balloons in the morning that are like watching you run. It's a, mm-hmm. just a beautiful setting to to run in. So yeah that would be uh that would be be a good option for sure oh yeah absolutely absolutely i just have to get the courage up to to do it yeah well i'm mm-hmm. sure it'll happen once you get your tent yeah <laughs> once i get my tent <laughs> so what types of uh shoes did, did you start off just buying a random pair of running shoes and going from there or and mm-hmm. uh what types of shoes do you really like right now that you've not that you're a more experienced runner. So I started off with there's a pair of Nikes. I don't even know like what um the model was, but they gave me some pretty horrific blisters. Mm-hmm. So I switched over to ASICs and I was doing the gel noosas there for a few years. And then I think when they got to like the twelve model is when I started getting the blisters again. Hmm. And from there, I went to Brooks. And okay. I, yeah, I've been doing the adrenalines now for the past few years, and those worked really well for me. See, it's always frustrating when you find a good shoe and you like every version, and then all of a sudden they make a big change. It's like, why alienate your your base and completely mm-hmm. change a shoe that's that's working? But yes. Oh man, yeah, that's just so frustrating for me. Yeah. Because like the where I get blisters, it's right along my arch, and yeah, and they're huge, they're massive, and they can set me out for a few days. So yeah. to find a shoe that didn't give me blisters and then they change it, like yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. that's no fun at all. Yes. Well, I'm glad you have a pair that are working for you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So- Brooks, Brooks Adrenaline. It's, uh, nice. it's my go-to right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, we uh, we both Corey and I, we claim to be sponsored by Saucony. Okay. Um, <laughs> someday, someday we will make that happen. Uh-huh. But so right now, I think we're our focus is Saucony. But I know we've both utilized various various brands and models over the years and. Yeah, I think there's benefits to lots of different shoes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've heard good things about Saucony. I think probably after this week when the show takes off in the greater Wichita area, we'll probably <laughs> probably be on yeah. Saucony's radar even a little more here. So. Yeah, yeah, I imagine uh, the Saucony reps will reach out to us at that point. So <laughs> oh, yeah. we're really counting on you, Amy, to get, I don't know what the population of Wichita is, but I mean, the significant portion of Wichita to be listening into this episode. Okay, yeah, I'll try to shoot for at least five people. So. <laughs> okay, I like Maybe it. Fifty percent of Wichita. It's, it's very, very positive. Thank you. Yeah. So, so we heard, uh, we heard you had a, a finish line story oh, yeah. that, that you were proposed to at the finish line. Was this someone you knew? Yes, 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 yes. So, okay. <laughs> so it's actually yeah. it's a really cool story. I think, anyways. Yeah, no, that's, that sounds but, awesome already. Yes. So for my 30th birthday, we, um, my partner and I, we went to Baton Rouge and they had a race the day after my birthday. And so we went down there and we hung out in Louisiana, um, and got up the day after my birthday to run. And he always finishes before me just because he's so much taller. And, you know, one of his strides is two and a half of mine. (laughs) So like I do the race and he's waiting for me there at the finish line. And then he, he like, he gets down on one knee and at first I'm not falling. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I just got done running. I can't pick you up. Like, <laughs> don't, don't fall down there. And then he proposed and um, I said, yes. And so that's our engagement story. That's, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. That is great. And yeah, congratulations on that. That's a, that's a fun story. Did, uh, yeah you know how they do like the race photos and the finish line photos did you get one of those yes yes oh, sweet uh-huh yeah this man he ran 13 miles and so he had like the little belt with him and it had his gopro in it had the ring in it, it, had <laughs> in it. Uh, that must have been the most nerve-wracking 13 miles because you you probably checked for that ring every two seconds yeah no kidding yeah, that's exactly what he said. Like he basically ran that race with his hand on his little um <laughs> little pouch thing. Sheesh. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So how long have you guys been uh, married? Um, we're actually not married, so this happened okay. last January. Oh wow, so rel- relatively recent then. Yes. And yeah. I'm not trying to hurry up and plan a wedding, so we're yeah, shooting. There's no no rush, no rush at all. Hundred percent zero rush yeah i like i like that strategy as well yeah Um, yeah well that's that's you're our first guest with a proposal on the finish line but that'll definitely be one of our standard questions from here on out (laughs) so so that sounds like a kind of a what went right story for a race but we also have a segment called what went wrong and we Mm -hmm. we are curious do you have a a race where just kind of everything fell apart and would you be willing to share it and Mm-hmm. Hmm. trying to think so some of the ones that come to mind is so when I ran in Colorado Springs not only was I in like 4,000 feet higher than where I was used to I was also getting over a head cold and so like my sinuses were super stuffy and I love Colorado I just I love that state but going up there and just before the race, like either I couldn't breathe or my nose was just a faucet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm running and it was 
just miserable. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe it. It was miserable. I'm like, I came here. I paid for this race. I'm doing it. I'm going to finish it. It might take me three and a half hours, but I'm going to finish yeah. it. And yeah, it was... that sounds like the perfect storm of uh, events that you didn't really want to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, yeah, it took me three hours, which is the longest it's ever taken me to run 13 miles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a lot of tough, tough components to get over there. Yes. Yeah. So we have a uh, sort of an ongoing challenge with our guests. It's a, it's a future challenge at some point. Once we reach the end of our first season of, uh, of the podcast, we're going to ask all of our guests to participate in a, in a beer mile and sort of like film a portion of it or take a picture of, of their beer mile. And we're hoping that you'll uh, continue the, the trend and uh, agree to a beer mile with a beer mile challenge against all the other guests that we've had. We don't know when it's going to happen, but we think it would be a, a, a lot of fun for everybody to uh, jump in on that challenge. Uh-huh. See, like I've seen those before and I know my fiance is super interested in them. I'm like, to me, it just sounds like a good recipe to get sick. But then I also think That's... there's been a lot of times where I've been out drinking and mm-hmm. maybe been a little under the influence and i have just ran off from my group so yeah <laughs> yeah maybe i'll be okay sounds like you're <laughs> so i mean natural that's, fit yeah, yeah. You're, it's it's perfect for you and that's part of the i mean they they take into account the the possible uh, getting sick component so if you do happen to uh get sick on one of your four laps then you you're uh assessed a penalty lap so you have to run a fifth lap so <laughs> I mean, it's to your benefit not to get sick, but <laughs> but it definitely uh, it, it should make for some good uh, videos or pictures or or just stories from everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes. so we'll we'll keep you in the loop on that one and let you know when we uh, when we sort of plan on doing that. We'll give everybody a couple of weeks to to line it up and figure it out on their side of things. But you'll join the. Uh, the Creamcast Beer Mile Hall of Fame whenever you complete that. Okay. Well, sounds like a plan. Challenge accepted. Excellent. All right. We're glad. <laughs> we're glad to hear that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we're getting to the point of wrapping it up here. Uh, you have any other any other points you want to touch on, Corey? No, I think we I think we covered it all, Amy. Unless you uh, unless you've got anything else you want to share with our uh, vast fan base here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you guys know of any other cool races or anyone else knows cool races in their state, I'm all ears. Perfect. Yeah, we will. We'll keep you posted, especially on the Duke City. Okay. Um, that's that's near and dear to our hearts. So mm-hmm. we'll. Uh, We'll let you know. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna run it this year, and I don't know if Corey's decided yet or not. But so we'll we can give you a, a report from this year's race, which happens in October. Okay, oh, right around Balloon Fiesta. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like maybe a week after Balloon Fiesta or something. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and yeah. we uh we we constantly get emails from all of our fans uh, just filling us <laughs> in on things. So we'll just kind of do a plug here for. Uh, you know, if anyone's got some cool races that 
that uh, you know Amy should 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 do to check a state off of her list, uh, let us know, and we'll yeah. pass that along to her. Yeah, for sure. I'll tune in so that way we can get the updates. Excellent. Well, Amy, we really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule tonight, and uh, it was a pleasure uh, getting to meet you and uh, chatting with you about running and everything that you've uh, accomplished so far. Yeah, thank you. It was nice meeting you guys, and again, happy to be here. All right. Well, have a great night. Thanks. You do the same. Thanks. Mm -hmm. And Corey, as always, stay creamy. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye.